It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. This is is the Go Birds Podcast. Go Birds! Go Birds! Hey, hello, it is the Go Birds! Podcast presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook, the Parks Picks Pod. Elliot, we got a guest today, baby. Well, you know, it's gambling season, a checklist season, as we know. It's people say this is the best betting time of the year. I've never really partaken in it a ton, the March Madness tournament. So we had to get an expert on here because, as the listeners know, we have been, it's checklist season. We are winning nonstop, except for when we're losing. And so we needed to bring in an expert to tell us what we are going to be gambling on, what the best bets are for the tournament. And I'm, I'm just excited, you know, to, to learn because I'm just more excited I've ever been for the tournament because I will be, you know, play, to, placing a few shackles. Oh, it's going to be great. Eli Hershkovitz is going to join us in a, a minute. And uh, let me tell you, that man knows his college basketball. So get uh, ready. Yes, You're going to get hooked up. And, and also, like, to Elliot's point there, look, there's a lot of people who just do their bracket, you know, and fill it out or whatever. And, and you know what's fun about the bracket? Nothing, because you're out of it after the first weekend. It's like, well, that was fun. Now my week's over. I'm done for the rest of the tournament. This is stupid. You don't have to do that. You can bet on every single game. You can pick your favorite games. You can say, all right, I really love this one team. Throw some shekels on that team. It is so much more fun than the brackets, so much more controlled. Trust me, this is the way to make some money. It's a grown man move. Exactly. Let's be real here. Like, brackets, they're cute. But let's (laughs) let's all grow up here on the GoBirds. All right, quickly, Eli, in, in a minute. Uh, before we, we get to Eli, as we always do on this pod, the Parks Picks pod, quickly, Elliot, have you made any interesting bets lately? Yeah, so I've been waiting. I have not tweeted this out. I've been waiting to tell the Go Birds listeners, because I've actually, I actually had a lot of people DM me about bets they're making. It's been fun to talk about it. But I'm going to hand out a stone-cold great bet winner to everybody right now. You ready? Born. James Harden is winning the, the NBA MVP. Oh, buddy! I'm telling you, man, he was plus 1,800 a few about a week ago. I think I saw him down to maybe around plus 12 or even lower than that. He's winning the MVP. Like, I, look, 
I hope Joel Embiid wins it. That would be amazing. Let's be real. Joel Embiid is probably not winning. No, 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 no. A hundred percent, he is not winning. Okay, so he's not winning. He's it. done. Then it's I think a shame, only but other, he's done. The only other two real options, yeah, it is a shame. It really is. But the only two options would be LeBron, who is clearly still, I think he's still the betting favorite at this point. I'm, actually, I'm sure he that is. That is correct. Not. Um, and then Nikola Jokic. I always mispronounce Jokic. his name when I'm talking to you. But Jokic. Jokic. But I say it I say it correctly when I'm talking to my sure friends. Sure you do. Sure you do. Yeah, yeah, sure I do. <laughs> he's not going to win it. Like, they're the fifth seed in the West. He's having an amazing year. I get that. But it's such a narrative award. And what James Harden has done, coming to Brooklyn, he's been their best player. I know Kyrie's been scoring more. But James Harden's the best player on that team. He's been running it. I think there's a decent chance they take over the one seed. I think even if they just get the two seed, he has a pretty good chance. But when you look at the odds, again, plus 1,800. I've got him up right now, yeah. So LeBron is plus 160. Jokic is plus 200. Embiid is plus 600. And James Harden's at plus 1,200 for that next one. I would agree. I'm here's, you. I, here's what I'll say. And I still, I still think there will be voters. I promise you, there will be voters for this award who will not give him the MVP because of how he left Houston. Like they won't do it. There, are vo- I've okay. heard him talk. Like there are people like that. But, but when you look at these odds, like I think it's LeBron or him. I'm with you on that. Agreed. Like, Agreed. I, I, and I think I, they're the top two. So I, I think that in terms of odds and bets, this is a good bet. I'm with you. And I'd also say that we talk a lot about you know emotionally hedging, right? Like. Embiid not getting the MVP does suck. He's been so great this year. He's been dominant. He took that next step forward. The only thing that could soften the blow of Embiid not getting MVP is cashing in when someone wins the MVP. And I really think Harden is something where you can brag about that's having a, that. A, you can tell your really friends. Good, uh, I like that spin there. You like that? Okay, that's good. good. So I, that's my favorite bet. Like, we're going to work on college betting, and I'm going to learn a lot, and I'm excited for it. But that that right there, I've been waiting to tell the Go Birds listeners. It is my favorite bet on the Parks Casino app right I now. I love it. I love it. All right, let's get to some tournament bets. What should we be doing with the tournament starting today? All the action. What should we be doing? Let's do it. Let's bring him in. The one, the only, Eli Hershkowitz. All right, and now it is our distinct pleasure and honor, you might say, with the tournament starting today. Excitement, action. We bring on a man who knows way more. Then Elliot Shore Parks and I do about these types of things, about the tournament, about gambling, about all of it. The one and only executive producer of sports betting on Radio.com Sports and the coast of the BetQLU podcast, our buddy Eli Hershkowitz. Eli, thanks for coming on, man. Of course, James. But I do want to say Elliot Shore Parks has said before that he could play baseball. He could hit a home run. I believe okay, he also thinks he could play college basketball. <laughs> well, there's no question about that. I could definitely score a basket in college basketball. Oh, I mean, right. just, we're, we're heading no down a wrong it. path from the jump here. Right, you could luck yeah, into a basket, no right? And, and while we're talking about outrageous things, everyone should know that, look, Eli is excellent at gambling. He certainly has given me good advice. This man bet on Matthew Stafford to win the MVP last year. So just like if we're going to, you know, bring the skeletons out the closet from the jump, let's be honest here about him telling me he had the audacity to place money on Matthew Stafford to win the MVP. Yeah, that was a a lot less audacious than saying you could luck into a home run in a Major League Baseball game. Luck, luck, luck. (laughs) Yeah, you You couldn't. I'm still living rent-free in baseball people's heads. They can't handle it. All right, let's get into the tournament as it is starting in – it is, I think, for most people, the number one thing that they bet on on a yearly basis in terms of a big event. Obviously, we all fill out pools. We'll help with that. But it's betting on specific games as well. Let's start, Eli. What's your general overall strategy coming into the tournament and gambling on these games? There's so many games. It's overwhelming for people. 
How do you generally come into this and look at this? Yeah, I'm looking at these overinflated lines and teams that are overvalued in the betting market, guys, just from a an against the spread perspective. So you think about Ohio against Virginia, right? Just to start with that game. Virginia opened as a 10 and a half point favorite. They're not getting to Indianapolis until Friday, until today, the day before the game tips off against Ohio. They have a lot of COVID issues. Who knows who's going to be on the floor for the who's. So you're looking at a Virginia line that's gone down to seven and a half. And I, I agree with the line movement. And I think there's, there's still some value in that line with the uh, with the Bobcats for a team that's undervalued in the market. They have one of the best point guards in college basketball in Jason, Jason Preston and an offense that could stretch the floor against a Virginia defense that plays the pack line and crams the paint. So really, I'm looking for these overvalued teams that for whatever reason, whether it's the betting market or just the the brand name versus a mid-major school that's going to get more points and there's going to be value in taking the dog. So, all right, let's take this a step back. As people can tell, you already very clearly follow college basketball very closely. So for people that maybe haven't followed college basketball all year, someone like me, right, who went to Temple, James went to Temple too, we don't really have to follow college basketball as much. <laughs> our, team, our team, as you know, it just is what it is, sadly. <laughs> I love the Owls. But so just in terms of like, if, if, you know, casual better, someone that just wakes up the morning, I was like, I want to play some bets on some games. Like, what's, what would be your advice? Like, would you do a, a parlay of a few games? Would you do the morning games and the late ones? Like, just what, what would be your overall strategy for just like a casual better? Please, for the love of God, don't do parlays. Oh, I can't. come on, man. Come no, on. no. Tell him. Tell him me a lie. Yes. Why? Is it because I, I lose why. all my parlays? Yes, because you, you lose all your parlays. You say you're going to luck into home runs. It just both things aren't going to happen, oh or at least you hitting, you hitting parlays aren't going to happen. So is it going to happen? I I am against parlays for a couple of reasons, especially in a tournament where, again, you could hit two games and lose the third and you lose your bet. And if you bet yes. all those single game, you would go two and one. So number one, from a value standpoint, I get it, like the odds are so much bigger and you look at that parlay bet and you say, how can I not take it? But please don't take parlays, especially in the NCAA tournament. That is my advice for the one and only Elliott Shore Parks. If okay. you're looking Go ahead. Go if ahead. you're looking to uh, to bet the board, though, from the morning to the night, yeah, I would, I would kind of brace yourself and, and look at your bankroll, especially if you're a newer better to this, right? Just not only a, new, a newer better to college basketball, but just someone that's just trying to get into sports betting, maybe bet like 5 or $10 here or there, because you don't want to lose everything you have or at least everything you're willing to spend within the first five games. Let's say just looking at the early slate on Friday, you bet Vatech, Florida, you bet Utah State, Texas Tech, you bet Georgia Tech, Loyola, Chicago, and all those games go south, maybe Drexel, a local team for you mm. guys against Illinois. Ooh. You bet all those four games, you go 0-4. Then you're going to start taking money outside your bankroll. And then you're going to be down a little bit unless you bounce back. So just be careful uh, would, my, would be my biggest advice when you're trying to bet a massive college basketball board over the first couple of days. So what would be your advice in terms of timing? And I know this sounds like the same question, but Mike, more is like, do you, do you, if you see a line you like, obviously you want to jump on it. But is, in general basketball terms, like, do you like to try to get it right before tip-off, like an hour beforehand? Like, let's say you wake up and you like a line at 10 o'clock at night. Like, would you advise waiting or is it kind of a game-to-game -game basis? No, I would say, especially in the tournament, in a big event, like, James, you mentioned this at the beginning. Marsh Madness is so similar to the Super Bowl where with a big handle like this, public money, and when I say public money, we're not talking about sharp bettors that are respected at sports books that are putting down 300, 400 grand on a game. 
public bettors that are putting down 50 to $100 in masses can move lines. And we saw that. I mentioned the Virginia-Ohio game. We saw that on Sunday into Monday. That line dropped from 10.5 to 8.5 within a span of two hours. That wasn't all sharp money. That was public money. So if you like a game on Friday and you think the line's going to move because you see some people on Twitter saying, okay, I like this. Maybe it's a, it's a public bet, right? Public bets aren't going to go wrong all the time. I know some people like to say fade the public. That's not what you do, especially in a setting like this for the NCAA tournament where there are going to be a lot of public bettors. So I would say, Elliot, bet the line as early as you can if you think it's going to go the other way. All right, we'll get back to Eli in just a sec, but everything we're talking about here, the tournament, all of it, you can bet on the Parks Casino Sportsbook app. Obviously, we've told you so many times how fun this app is. It's easy to use. It's intuitive. You can do everything. You can bet on everything, not just the tournament, of course. You can bet on uh, pro football, hockey, basketball, futures, baseball's coming up, anything and everything. You can bet on in-game stuff, live action as it's happening. And again, these games we're talking about, Elliot, I know you and I are going to be going nuts with this Park app over the next couple days. I'll tell yes. you that. Oh, it's going to be insane. And they have some good specials running that you can definitely check out and uh, take advantage of. Um, so, yeah, I'm super pumped. Like, you know, like I said to Eli, I have not bet on college basketball a ton. But after getting so into the Parks app over the last few months, like, this is my time to shine. Um, like, my one shining moment right here. Oh, you know? yo, right there. You like that? that, you like it, that? It, literally, this is for you right here. This is for you because that Thank was you. well Appreciate done. That. And it's going to be all of our shining moments together because we're going to make – some money as Elliot and I like to say it's shekel season baby yes it, it is, is yes, it shekel is. season because we're going to be making those shekels so join us do it with us tweet at us your bets all that stuff just download the Parks Casino Sportsbook app and here's the deal if you sign up now you get a risk-free bet of up to $500 a $500 risk-free bet on some college basketball that sounds awesome to me just download the app or go to parkscasino.com slash PA News, our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S to get your risk-free bet of up to $500. Again, that's P-A-R-X, casino.com slash PA. The website has all the details. Your risk-free bet is refunded on your loss as a free bet. As always, you must be 21 and present in Pennsylvania. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, let's get back to Eli. All right, Eli, let's get into some of the specific teams. Who are your favorite teams entering this tournament, both to win and maybe some undervalued, lower-seeded teams that you think could make a run? I don't just like Texas mm. as the number three seed in the East. I, I love Texas. I live for this Texas team. <laughs> Hook them uh, horns, baby. Hook them horns. Hook them, man. I, I love Shaka Smart. I know he's never won a tournament game at Texas. He really hasn't lived up to that contract overall. Uh, coming over from BCU when he made the Final Four, going back to 2011. But this Texas team has all the components to make a run and win the East region. That's probably the most wide-open region in the NCAA tournament. They have experienced guard play with Matt Coleman, Courtney Ramey, Andrew Jones. They have one of the most experienced front courts and athletic front courts, too, at that. And Jericho Sims and Kai Jones, two guys that can guard one through five so they can match up against your point guard, match up against your big, and get the rebound and push it down the floor. Texas is also one of the best defensive rebounding teams in the country. So they're going to be able to play at, play at their pace if they're controlling the glass and speed you up in transition. In this region, in the East region, Michigan is already without one of its best players in Isaiah Livers with a stress fracture in his right foot. Florida State has a ton of tur turnover problems, and their offense has been so inconsistent down the stretch. If you think about the two-seat Alabama, they're banged up with their two-guard Josh Primo and 
big man, Jordan Bruder, who has a knee brace on and isn't moving super well vertically or laterally. I am very high on this Texas team, not only to come out of the region, but potentially upset a number one seed in the West region as well. Wow. All right. You you mentioned something really interesting in there. I think one of the old adages with the tournament is great backcourts and great coaches, right? Those are the things you ride in the tournament. Does that adage still hold true? You mentioned Chaka Smart. You mentioned Texas's backcourt. Is that still something you look for? And if not, what type of macro things can people look for with teams to gain advantages? Guard play is definitely something I look for, especially experience in the backcourt where Matt Coleman has a ton, has a good amount of experience in the NCAA tournament. Athleticism. I mentioned that with Texas's front court with not only Sims and Kai Jones, but also the five-star freshman, Greg Brown. If you want to disrupt another opponent, you have to be able to protect the rim and block shots and get out and run in transition. Or if you want to slow it down, slow it down. I also look at pace and adjusted tempo. Can a number 12 seed, how is a number 12 seed, a number 13 seed, whatever it may be, upset a four or five seed? You have to be able to disrupt the opponents of pace, especially a, an opponent that is favored and is coming from a high major conference. You look at a team like Ohio that I mentioned earlier, uh, Santa Barbara going up against Creighton in the same region, actually in the same sector of the West region, they would match up if they both upset uh, the number five seed and four seed respectively, those teams play at the opposite pace of their opponent. So if you want to make the other opponent have a hard time adjusting to the way you play, it's all about tempo. It's all about pace and just creating that sort of variance in a tournament game in a one game in a, in a, in a, in a single game el- elimination tournament that is so tough to match up, uh, match up and where again, you have these teams mid majors that you might not consider a threat but then they decide to slow it down when you want to speed it up. And all of a sudden, we got a ball game with four minutes to go. So a couple of takeaways from that. First, I clearly need to be texting you for gambling advice more. <laughs> like I knew that <laughs> I knew that you knew college basketball, but I don't think I've ever heard anybody talk about college basketball at the level you are right now. So wow. I'm just letting like you know. Jake Billis up. So, on here. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> quick behind the scenes. What Eli when Eli first started working for the company, he didn't have an iPhone. So it was very annoying to text him because I had to do it on my phone. I couldn't do it on my laptop. Now that you have an iPhone, I'm gonna be blowing you up over these next few days <laughs> via my laptop, asking you for different betting advice. So you would be disgusted at my betting history if you saw how many parlays I place. You would you would probably never be friends with me again. So all right, <laughs> stick with the straights. All right, that's the first advice. Yes. Now, slowly, because I'm gonna write these down so I don't have to text you as much. What are some of your favorite games for the weekend? Like if, if you could tell me to bet on four separate games and I problem, I promised you not to do them in a parlay, <laughs> what would be some of your favorite games? <laughs> I got to get that. In, in, I need a picture confirmation of all these single game bets. <laughs> <Elliot>. <laughs> uh, I kid you not. I don't think I've placed a single, single bet since like, you know, in the last three months, like always parlays to the point where I try to get myself not to do more than a four leg parlay. My God. <laughs> I know. Don't know what to say. Um, this is what you're working with here. So individual bets, and I I will try to promise not to do them in a parlay for, for the weekend. All right. Let's start off on Friday. Really like Oral Roberts getting, I think it's 15 and a half right now, the line against Ohio State. One of the best scores in college basketball, not just among major programs, but Max Acemas is an elite score, an elite shooter. And this Oral Roberts team could flat out shoot from behind the arc. Uh, the 11th highest three-point percentage in college basketball and the ninth highest three-point scoring rate. So that metric means where the team's points, where the majority of the team points uh, come from. And it's coming from beyond the arc. 
Ohio State, yes, they got to the Big Ten Championship game. But their defense is very flawed, especially from behind the arc. This is not a matchup Ohio State wants, especially with their big Cal Young likely out with a concussion. So I, so I really like Oral Roberts getting the points there. Five possessions is a lot for a team that, again, it creates a lot of variance when you could shoot like that and you could make threes in masses against an Ohio State team that lets up a ton of threes, even though, like I said, that offense is explosive. The other also, game I watch the Ohio State game and they look like they're trash. So I'm down with that. Or, or All right. Plus 15. All right. I, I like Elliott's take there. Hopefully you didn't throw <laughs> Ohio State into a parlay in that game, or did you? No, I did, did not. I did not. All right. That's good to know. Uh, the other game I like on, on Friday is Rutgers going up against Clemson. Ooh, this line all right. is all the way up to two. I could hear you, I think, marking this down, yeah, which right. I appreciate. <laughs> all right, <but> this, <laughs> like I just said, you, you're two. talking about your first two pieces of advice are Oral Roberts and Rutgers. Like, this is maybe why I lose, though. All right, Rutgers plus two. Tell me why. Rutgers minus two. I don't know that. <laughs> even, even even grosser, to be You're honest. You're crushing it right now. <laughs> They're a favorite. They're a favorite, man. They opened as a round of pick. Uh, now the, the money is coming out, Rutgers. Two are two reasons why I like the Scarlet Knights, both on the, on the defensive end. Clemson relies on the three, like a top 33 point scoring rate. So like I said with Earl Roberts, they rely on a lot of their points to come from beyond the arc. And Rutgers is a pretty solid three-point defense. Clemson also turns the ball over at one of the higher rates in conference play. And that's a, when I, when I look at in-conference stats versus full body of work, the ACC is a conference I could pull in-conference stats from because it's against legitimate competition. I'm not pulling Oral Roberts in-conference stats because it's a mid-major conference and now you're going up against a a high major program in Ohio State. So back to the game. Uh, Clemson turns it over a decent amount and Rutgers forced the second highest opponent's turnover rate in Big Ten play. Geo Baker and Jacob Young are two of the best ball hawks in college basketball. Now, when Rutgers is forced to play a half-court game, they're not able to speed you up in transition. If, let's say, Clemson's able to control the pace, Rutgers is going to have a tough time scoring. And these are, again, two of the better defenses in the country, Clemson for that matter, too. But if Rutgers can turn Clemson over and get to the rim in transition with Baker, Young, set up Ron Harper Jr., the son of the former Bulls guard, Ron Harper, they could explode in this game. And I think they're going to win this game by more than two possessions. So I'm out of Rutgers there at minus two. Do you want to hit on uh, the Saturday games? Please. Yeah, as long as you have more exciting teams than Oral Roberts and Rutgers. <laughs> well, it's nah, not I'm just kidding. Get... Money's exciting. That's yeah, all. Yeah, who Sorry. cares? What are your Saturday Come on. Appreciate Just give that. us Appreciate winners, that. Eli. That's all we care about. I try. I try. So Ohio, I mentioned this from the jump. Ohio getting seven and a half against Virginia is such a valuable bet because of the COVID factor for Virginia, because Ohio wants to make Virginia uncomfortable, play at that faster tempo, get out and run, get Jason Preston to the rim. A lot of people didn't watch the non-conference game against Illinois, who is an absolute title contender from the Midwest region. Ohio lost by three, I believe, in that game to Illinois in the beginning of non-conference play. This is a very real MAC team that has a shot to make a a little bit of a run in the West region. And it starts with this game. Jason Preston is going to absolutely abuse Kia Clark in the backcourt. Yes, this Virginia team is the defending champ per se, uh, won the title two years ago against Texas Tech, but... I am very high on this Ohio team, again, with one of the best point guards in the country in Preston. So give me the Bobcats at plus seven and a half. And then you see Santa Barbara, Elliot. How about that for a name poll? It's so sick how much you know about this. Go ahead, though. You see Santa Barbara. Okay. I, I live for UCSB basketball, man. Late oh, my nights, God. <laughs> late night Santa Barbara basketball. So they're they're going up against Creighton. I believe that game is an early tip on Saturday. 
Creighton wants to shoot the three. And they have one of the most explosive offenses in college basketball when they're able to play at their pace. And yes, if you look at Santa Barbara's three-point defense, it's not the best. But if you look at where their opponent's points come from in terms of opponent's three-point scoring rate, that should say a lot to you because they don't allow a lot of three-point shots to get off because of their stout ball pressure around the arc. Ja'Cory McLaughlin is going to be a name people are going to remember in this first-round matchup. One of the best point guards in the country, a top-50 assist rate, can distribute, can get to the basket. Santa Barbara wants to play at that slow tempo, and they have a rebound advantage. They have a size advantage in this game. If they control the glass, they'll make Creighton play in the half court, and they'll control the pace in this game as long as, even without Sonny, the sixth man of the year in the Big West, um, I, I think Santa Barbara could have a shot to win this game outright, but I'll take the seven and a half or seven right now that's available on the board. All right, hmm. Eli, uh, you mentioned Texas already, and they are plus 2,800 to win it all on parks. For some of the betters out there who maybe this is overwhelming, too many games, too much action, they just want to pick a winner. They want to look ahead, pick some futures, whatever. Who are the best bets to win this tournament? I know it's the one seeds and all that, but like legitimately, like what teams can win this tournament? Yeah. Well, let's start off with the number one overall seed in the tournament. Gonzaga around plus 200 to win it all. They have one of the best point guards in the country, the highest rated recruit in Gonzaga history in Jalen Suggs. A three points, uh, one of the best three point shooters in the country that will be playing pro basketball along with Suggs for that matter. And Corey Kisper, a big and Drew Timmy that's not great defensively. We saw him get exposed a little bit in non conference play, but still a very solid, very finesse big that could score down low with the best of them in college basketball. So Gonzaga is the clear cut team that a lot of people are looking to bet to win it all. But I mentioned Illinois, and yes, they're a one seed, but they're sitting at around, I believe, plus 700 right now on parks. Dasunmu, Iodasunmu is the best closer in college basketball, if not the best player in the country. You have Coburn. You have shooters all over the place. Adam Miller coming off the bench, the Chicago Land product, who I covered in high school for a little bit. Also covered Io uh, back, what, like four or five years ago at Morgan Park, a high school in, 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 uh, in Chicago. And they have the defense to get it done. You know, I mentioned that with Texas, the length to disrupt teams. Illinois doesn't necessarily have all that athleticism in the front court, but they are one of the best defensive teams in college basketball because of Kofi Coburn down low, because you have an, an experienced head coach in Brad Underwood who's led teams on runs before, whether it's Stephen F. Austin or Oklahoma State uh, upsetting Michigan going back to three or four years in the NCAA tournament. So I am very high on Illinois. I think they're the best team in college basketball right now, despite what the odds say. And I think they come out of the Midwest and uh, and win it all. Wow. All right, so doesn't Gonzaga always choke, though? Yes, but this team is much better defensively. Oh, okay, this one's different. All right, right. right. Yeah. Like, All right. They've been to the Final Four before. They don't always choke. I don't know, man. I Come feel like on, every Elliot. year I'm watching, I watch and they're, like, choking. I like the Illinois team, though. I did watch a game with them. They look good. Also, they have fly uniforms, so I feel like they look like a good This bet. is how Elliot right. makes his decisions. He's like, wow, they look cool. I'm going to go with them. Oh, I yeah, know. I went 500 for the NFL season doing that, basically. So, <laughs> all right. All right. So here's this is the last question we have for you and appreciate your wealth of knowledge you are dropping on us right now. It's awesome. Um, Everyone follow Eli on Twitter at Eli Hershkowitz. Yeah, he he tweets about college basketball a lot. So if you like to bet college basketball, you should be following Eli and we'll tweet it, his name out. Yeah, but, his name will be in the title of this podcast. So you should be able to put it together. Yes. All right. So last question we have for you. So we use BetQL for, you know, advice on what we should be gambling on. And so what I did was they had a really cool thing. And if you haven't signed up for BetQL, you should. What they did was they listed all the teams, one through 64, and then they highlighted somewhere that, that were really good value. 
So what I was thinking of doing was I picked like my favorite five or the top five that they thought were good value. And I was going to put $10 on each of them to win the tournament. So let me give you my five teams. First, do you like that strategy? Um, give me the teams. Okay, this is, I can tell it's Perfect no. response. Yeah, I can tell it's no. He's like, you're the most immature gambler on the face of the planet. All right. First five. Texas Tech at plus 6,500. I, so these, I haven't checked these odds in a few hours, so they might have changed on parks. But Texas Tech uh, plus 6,500. Colorado plus 6,000. USC plus 5,500. San Diego State plus 7,000. Utah State plus 18,000. It looks like. I might have wrote that down wrong, though. Yeah, I wouldn't take any of those. Okay. Um, All right. That's good to know. Yeah, I would. I would. If you, again, if you want one of those value bets, I really like Texas. But going back, let's kind of go in, in the order that you mentioned. Texas Tech doesn't have a pure point guard. Their offense is very inconsistent, even though Chris Beard runs that patented no middle defense where he protects the paint. Texas Tech is actually going up against Utah State in the first round. And that is a, a tough matchup for Utah State, considering uh, uh, Tech runs that no middle defense going up against one of the best bigs in the country in Nemes Keda for the Aggies. Give me the other names again, other teams. Okay, so Texas Tech, Colorado. Go. I'll go quickly through them. So Colorado. Yeah. Colorado, they have a tough matchup against Georgetown. I think they get by that one in the first round. But I'm not super high on them in that region overall. I think they would place Florida State in the second round. And that's a Florida State defense that could swarm them with their length. So I'm good there. Uh, good on the bus. All right, USC. They're intriguing in the West, but they're not beating Gonzaga, so no. Okay, now I'm sure USC's beating Gonzaga. All right, San Diego State. <laughs> San Diego State's an intriguing team to come out of the West. I wish it was last year because they would have had their point guard, one of the best scorers in Malachi Flynn, but he left, I think, to go to the draft or play overseas, whatever it was. I don't think they have the scoring to come out of that region if they were to face it in Illinois. So I would say no to that, too. All right. Uh, I said Utah State, but I'm actually going to ask you about Michigan State instead. To come out to win the title? <laughs> yeah. Is there a problem with that, Eli? Yes, it, there's okay. a big problem. $10 to win 1500 on parks. I mean, again, these are long shot odds. That well, what, what's, hala- is- what's hilarious is that, so we're recording this podcast on Thursday. It will be out Friday morning. There is a chance that Michigan State is already out of the tournament. By the <laughs> yeah, time that's a this good point. Heard, I didn't think great. about that. All right, well, let's have some fun. All right, <laughs> Michigan State. No, it sounds like. All right, what about Oregon then? Oregon's intriguing, too. I, I like their backcourt. They turn you over. Dana Allman is an experienced coach. James mentioned that earlier. They run that 2-3 matchup zone. They run that three-quarter of the court press where they could turn you over. Again, really, really good guards and wings. I love Chris Duarte. He could take over a game. I just can't see them beating Gonzaga. I don't think they have the offense to keep up. His One ni- piece of advice I would give you, though, Eli, yeah. I know you go on with Ike Reese and uh, Marks every once in a while. Ike is a Michigan State guy, so I might not bring that dismissive attitude about them. Ike's if, uh, also realistic, so you do what yeah. you need to do, Eli, I think. Appreciate that, James. Always yeah. always good to have you on my <laughs> side, at least. <laughs> yes, his name is Eli Hershkovitz. Check him out. on the. He's the co-host of the BetQLU podcast. We'll, uh, again, put his name in the title. I know Hershkovitz not the easiest thing to spell, but it actually is pretty phonetic when you think about it. But uh, <laughs> we will we will put it in there so you can follow him on Twitter, check out his stuff as he will be all over the tournament betting. And uh, maybe we can even have him back before the end of the tournament. Eli, thank you so much for taking some time with us, brother. Of course. I'm game to come back on as long as I get those bets left. Single game bets. Only <laughs> yeah, just, text, just text me everything you're betting this weekend, all right? And I'll decide which I like and which you I don't. You got it so. in the podcast. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Uh, thanks all right, again, we'll Eli. All right. See you, guys. That was just 
awesome stuff from Eli. I mean, Elliot, he's a fountain of college basketball knowledge. Dude, it's insane. So Eli worked, started working at our company. It's probably been almost two and a half years ago now, like definitely pre-COVID, because we hung out a few times and he would like tell me about, you know, the bets he's making. We talk about stuff like he I think more than anybody I know, even more than you, James, well, definitely more than you, <laughs> knows more about gambling. Like It was as you could hear from listening to him. I mean, the dude just lives and breathes. And I have some funny stories about him, actually. I don't know if you want me to share, but that that guy. Is <laughs> what, a, what a tease there. I like that. I know. Cause I'm never able to tell him, but yeah. they're just it's very funny. He's, but, a, he's a really um, good guy, but I'm with you. I mean, that knowledge is it's insane. Is impressive. Like when he was talking about the top 50 assist rate in some conference. I'm like, bro, what are we talking about yeah. here? So, so with, it was very good. So with that in mind, open up the Park Casino Sportsbook app place those bets let's all win some money together eli just gave us a bunch of winners let's use them um and again thank you to eli for coming on elliot uh rate and review the pod getting closer and closer to 2005 star reviews we'll take the sats all that good stuff elliot any final thoughts before we get out of here yeah i think eli sounded better than nick sirianni oh, put oh, it buddy. that way yeah yeah well you know yes Although Nick Sirianni does seem like a fun guy to watch the tournament. Eli with. was so excited to be on the podcast with us. He can't believe it. It's so cool. He oh, got to man. talk about offense and defense. He's so excited. Oh, God. But do you agree that Nick seems like he'd be fun to watch a tournament with? He seems with? like a great guy. Like, you know, he seems like a He'd be a, so excited when stuff happens. Super happened. cool like, very dude. Like, just, you know, doesn't seem like an NFL head coach. What is it? You know, yeah, is it? We'll see. We'll have we'll have some time to see. But yeah, so those will be my final thoughts. That damn right. Eli sounds like he knows more than Nick Sirianni. I agree. All right. Uh, we are off again this Saturday. That is the last Saturday, as far as I can tell, unless there's rainouts and stuff changes. Last Saturday off till May 29th. So we'll mm. be back next Saturday with Go Birds Radio and, of course, back next week with Pods. Uh, until then, have some fun betting on the tournament. Send us your bets. Let's have some fun together. Make some shekels on the Parks Casino Sportsbook app. Until then, he's Elliot M. James. We'll talk to you guys soon.